0: Hi, and welcome to Training for Godliness, where we take a few minutes to remind each other to stay focused on spiritual things during our daily walk with God. I'm your host, Paul Hammonds. Hi, this is Paul Hammonds, the evangelist of the Kimberly Church of Christ in Gardendale, Alabama, and this is Training for Godliness. It's our first podcast, and Lord willing, not the last. So I hope you'll like us and subscribe to the podcast, share it if you like it, and let me know your thoughts. My hope is to give you a relatively short weekly thought designed to help you in your walk with God. So for this week, my question is this. Have you ever heard the phrase, failing upward? If you follow sports, you've probably seen a lot of it, or at least it feels that way. The coaching ranks are rife with people who failed miserably in their last job, got fired, and were immediately hired by someone else. And if your team does the hiring, the response we usually give is, what were we thinking? Why would we want that guy? Because generally speaking, we're not a culture that appreciates failing up. We, We look at failure as a dead end, it's defeat. And it's a reflection on someone's competence and a good reason not to trust them in similar situations. Again, they're going to have to show us something pretty impressive to wash away the taste from that previous disaster. And in our own lives, we tend to live in fear of failure because failing up is what happens to other people, not to us. And so we don't go out on too many limbs. We take on tasks we're confident we can accomplish and we set goals that we know we can attain. But the reality is that the Bible makes it clear that playing it safe is not an option for a disciple of Christ. The old cliché is that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, but the more biblical example is probably in Jesus' parable of the talents, where a man is given a large sum of money and entrusted with it to use for a time. He's afraid of what his master will do if he fails, and so he hides the money so that he can give it back without losing any of it. But God didn't call us out of the world to break even with us. We are called to be a people for God's own possession, one created in Christ Jesus for good works. So how do we view our failures? And more importantly, how does God view them? Is he really the harsh taskmaster who reaps where he hasn't sown? Does he really see me as just another instrument to do his work and we're only success if we do as much as some other person in the kingdom and if we are constantly succeeding and bringing people to Christ and producing all these visible evidences of how much value we are in the kingdom of God? I don't think any of us really believe that. So why do we hold ourselves to that standard? Well, the reality is that we all fail, whether it's falling short in our pursuit of godliness, or, or maybe it's the unsuccessful attempts to bring someone to Christ, or maybe it's the fact that we haven't really been trying that hard at all, and maybe we've missed a lot of opportunities. And the harder we try, the more we fail, it seems. As our goals get bigger, we come up short more often, and all of a sudden, failing upward is starting to look pretty good. Fortunately, that's actually pretty common in the Bible. We see time after time when godly men and women make mistakes— Some of them huge in terms of the severity and consequences. If David were running for re-election as the king of Israel, with a record of adultery, murder, and cover-up, along with a disastrous policy decision that led to the deaths of 70,000 of his countrymen, how many votes would he get? It turns out that God's view of success is a lot different than ours, because the question in God's eyes seems not to be whether we'll fail, but how we respond when we do. When Jesus was in his final hours on earth, he addressed Simon Peter in Luke chapter 22 and verses 31 through 32. And this exchange takes place. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you that he might sift you like wheat. But I prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And Jesus doesn't even debate whether Peter will succeed. And when Peter tries to correct him, it almost seems as if Jesus expresses frustration and says, not only are you going to fail, but you're going to deny me three times in one night. Jesus wasn't interested in dwelling on Peter's denial. He was focused on what he needed Peter to do afterwards. He needed Peter to understand that the response to failure isn't to wallow in it or to feel sorry for yourself, but to get back to the work that God has given you. And God had given Peter a vital role in the coming kingdom a role in which he would succeed, not because he was perfect or sinless or skilled or talented, but because God gave him everything he needed in order to succeed. And Peter went out and did the work. Every time we fail in Christ, we have a chance to grow closer to God. God forgives us of our sins because we have an advocate with the Father in Jesus Christ, according to 1 John 2, verse 1. God has set the expectation already that he knows we're not always going to be successful in teaching the gospel. In fact, we'll fail more often than we succeed. But as Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 6, it is God who gives the increase. We're given the Holy Spirit, which works in us to help us produce fruits of strong character and godliness if we're willing to accept it. We're given the word of God, which is powerful as any two-edged sword. And As Paul says, it is the power of God to salvation, not my skill in teaching it, not my charisma, not my ability to influence people. The key to a successful life in Christ is not in the wins or the conversions or the pure and perfect life. The key is in not giving up. Picking ourselves up through God's grace when we fail and continuing forward with a trust in God and an unwillingness to be stopped in our goal to achieve a crown of life in the kingdom of heaven. As Paul writes in Romans 8.31, if God is for us, who can be against us? So keep failing upward. You'll be surprised how much success it brings in your service to God. Thanks for joining me on our first podcast and don't forget to like, follow, and share. And above all, keep training for godliness. See you next week.